Season 2, Episode 7, Redefining Consensual Consent. People, how to actually say no. It really isn't that difficult. Expect more and pay less from Target. New year means new home updates. And you're going to get ready for the big game with these great Target deals starting on January 28th. The key here is 20% off. So when you shop in the clothing and accessories clearance section, mm, you're going to get an extra 20% off. Next, if you're into the Sugar Fix by Bauble Bar Jewelry, well, they are offering 20% off too. And if you are a griller, a big football watcher getting ready for that big Super Bowl game. Look, Target is offering up to 15% off grills and outdoor cooking. And lastly, you'll get a free $10 gift card, huh? When you buy any three products, and I'm talking Charmin, Tide, Game, Bounty, Bounce, Downy, and there's a whole lot more. Sounds to me like this is the cleanup (laughs) deal for the big game. So look in the show notes for that Target shopping link, or you can head on over to keepit100girl.com and you're going to look for episode number seven for that shopping Target link button. Look, dating can be very confusing for both men and women. The Me Too movement has definitely helped a lot of men and women recently speak up about their experiences with sexual assault and abuse. There really needs to be a discussion on the subtleties of dating and sex. Because redefining consensual consent encourages women really not to play a lot of games and stand up for yourself. I am using my voice and platform to empower women and men on this episode and remind them on how to speak up and act in those ambiguous dating situations. And an example would be just telling a man to slow down or stop when you're not comfortable. It's not a difficult rule to follow, and it should be a rule that we all use going forward. Many men are trying to learn and understand from all the women that are coming forward with their experiences. A little common sense is appreciated, and I think it will lead to a more sustained change. We should all learn to communicate better. And as I put it, keep it 100 and stop being afraid of hurting each other's feelings or disappointing expectations. Having a bad date where two people did not click is normal, normal. It happens every day. A lot of us has learned this the hard way, regretting just letting ourselves get into these situations beyond where we really wanted to go in our hearts. We were perhaps confused at the time about what we wanted, and regretfully didn't slow down enough to figure things out. But when you let things keep going without leaving the situation, you got to take responsibility for your own discomfort. That's what I think. Every week, Nina's going to give you girly some tough love on how to keep it 100 Yeah, I'm going to go gangster on you all, but so prepare to tell the truth, nothing but the truth, even if it's totally cray cray. We, yep, you and me, we're going to expose those insecurities as we take this journey together through uncharted territory. 
I mean, think of it like this. It's going to help you. It's going to help me better understand and appreciate all those embarrassing moments that we've been through and continue to go through on a regular basis. Every chick and guy out there with a pulse needs to listen to my podcast. And be aware of what eye-opening experiences are bound to come your way. This is a generation, I'm talking millennial and under, that has a lot of negative influences. And granted, every generation does, but I think you guys have more than ever. And I'm going to explain through these real-life experiences, in addition to my own, when it comes to good and bad decisions we have collectively made together. Yes, I'm ready to keep it 100. I'm ready to keep it 100, girl. You know I'm going to keep it 100. (laughs) First things first, to all the men and women listening to the subtleties of dating. I always talk about what your mothers didn't tell you, but your girlfriends did. A message to mothers listening is to teach your daughters that this behavior is never, ever acceptable unless your daughter is truthfully planning on having sex. Guys, let's put it out there. Guys just want to get laid. Guys act immature when it comes to sex and dating. It's a given. Mothers should be teaching their daughters that. Their insensitivities go a long way. And typically, they're just signs of abusing their privilege. So we just have to be hip to their game in that. For women, you don't ever, ever, especially when I hear these hashtag me too stories, go to someone's hotel room, private office, dorm room, apartment, house, hotel room on the first date until you know them better than you do on a first date second date why because a man will assume this willingness that you have to go to their room as a yes or a strong maybe vote for sex and then you know what things just go downhill from there if the woman wasn't expecting anything to happen and I don't get well I do because I've been there too I remember a guy telling me you know you never tease a man and his reference to that was we went out on a date and I had no interest of having sex but you know I was interested in fooling around but his point to me was like no you can't do that so I do get why younger women think men should get it but I'm telling you they don't I also believe that going back to an apartment at least suggests some willingness for intimacy. So the whole nonverbal implication of that decision is obvious to anyone who has been out on a date. So if you've never been out on a date, listen closely. Men are more guilty of selfishly directing the outcome. A date for men is like going on a job interview, if you ask me. The truth is, they have no clue. I mean, they're trying to look like they got it all prepared and down pat. But often, they second-guess themselves. Like, are they being too aggressive? Should I touch her? Should I kiss her now? And the intent on the part of many women is unfortunately ambiguous. 
Like I said earlier, I'm a victim of it too. I mean, not really a victim, but I'm guilty of it too. We want to fool around. You know, if we're interested, we want to at least give that inkling that we want some love, but not a hookup. So let's talk about saying no, because that's the whole premise of this episode. Just saying no politely without explanation always feels cold. A guy is going to receive it that way. It's all part of the rejection. Just know that. But those women who are waiting for men to be able to read their nonverbal cues on the first date or ever should give up on those men because it's never going to happen. Saying no clearly and loudly can be very challenging and hard to do. And it could sometimes be hard to tell whether we want to say no Are you sure? Maybe not like that. And then hard to read whether the signals we're getting mean one thing or another, or they're being interpreted exactly how you intended. But we all should learn to communicate better and stop being afraid of hurting each other's feelings or just disappointment, because that just comes with the territory with life. Men cannot read minds. Let me make that clear, especially if you willingly become new to them. I mean, they just lose their senses on top of that when you go to their hotel room and you just drop it like it's hot. In the adult world, that is a signal that you wish to move forward with sex. Hello. I am from the no means no generation. This is when you communicate no, a man is obligated to stop. And I want to say stop immediately. And this whole yes means yes generation when a man is supposed to ask permission for a consent like nobody has time for that when things are hot and steamy i'm sorry it is then only right for men to take action on that responsibility yes and ask a woman if she's consenting to move forward but i think the reality is that doesn't happen and those who don't stop It's obvious that they're doing the wrong thing or something wrong. But saying no is an opportunity to quite clearly and firmly answer when you're not comfortable. Every woman in the 21st century has experienced difficulty of saying no or even disguising it as an excuse to get out of an uncomfortable situation. Like, let's keep it real here. I hope learning to say no will feel so familiar to the next generation of women out there growing up in this hookup culture. So remember, I wanted to focus on ways in which women are encouraged to have a voice, to speak their mind and clearly state what they want. Avoid and skip this whole mental tug of war. It's not worth it. So I'm going to empower all of you listening to walk away from these encounters that you don't want to be in, or at least set your boundaries. When you're meeting a man and Meet him in a neutral location on the first date or end the date on a neutral note. So here's five Nina girl suggestions. Number one, why not simply meet someone for a drink before dinner? Like feel them out. And then you're able to gauge like, do I really want to sit down and have dinner in front of this guy? Number two, be direct and honest. Tell people what you want and what you don't want. Lay out very clear ground rules ahead of time. Men will generally go as far as you let them, ladies. That's just who they are. Number three, either go home alone via Uber or taxi 
But don't let him know where you live, especially if you are not sure if he is worthy of a second date. Number four, take things slow. Let's call it a night and plan to meet again. That's what you tell him. Call it a night. You're tired. You have to get up early. You have work in the morning. Just something. You have a commitment. You have to be somewhere. Like, prepare in advance. Number five. Next, you're like, oh, no, sorry. I just don't see you in that way right now. But I do want to see you again and see where this goes, right? You're indicating to him, let's slow down and let's just have another date out of it. So the guy doesn't feel like totally abandoned. It's a nice way of saying no too, in a different way. Men don't ever get signals because you know what? You have to speak directly to them and say what you want. There are many women for whom no isn't an easy word to say, especially if they want people to like them. Instead of shaming them, the real problem is it can be difficult for women, especially when they're young, to say no because they're not used to that. Women are socialized to be accommodating and it takes a certain amount of learned behavior and maturity and just assertiveness that you learn over time to stop an intimate encounter. Expecting anyone to read your mind though and note your change of heart in the midst of lust when things are hot and heavy is a disaster. In the absence of not saying no, how are guys supposed to know what's on your mind? I mean, we have a bad habit of thinking that they could read our mind. But to make sure that both adults are happy, satisfied, and consenting, all that it takes is a simple question. How is this? Or do you want to keep going? Or is that good? Would all do just fine to check in with your partner? and clarify each other's mental and emotional point of view. There's something to be said between reading nonverbal clues and mind reading. And I'm going to get to the mind reading in a second. But also something to be said in favor of being a little more explicit when things are going in a way that you don't like. Like most women, we've been in these situations, similar situations, Saying no clearly and loudly is a hard thing to do. And it can be sometimes hard to tell whether we want to say no. I'm not sure. Not like that. And hard to read whether the signals we are getting mean one thing or the other. But there's multiple ways of saying no. I agree that we can empower each other to assert ourselves, but ultimately we are ambiguous beings, right? We say something, but mean another is so commonplace. And in that instance, the onus is not on the man anymore. It's really up to us to verbalize our comfort level when we have that opportunity. I mean, it's another subject, another episode when we don't have that opportunity to say no, but men have no way of assessing it if we're not communicating it. So once she does, the implication is up to him to respect 
your comfort level because it's been communicated. Do you follow? So whatever a man's expectations are on a date, women need to be able to change that by simply telling them what they want in the form of a verbal cues like no, which suggests that, you know what, both parties are going to get exactly what they wanted or maybe not in some cases. But at the very least, by saying no, you've ended the date. So learn how to actually say no. It isn't that difficult to state your rules or boundaries. And here's 10 simple ways to commit these to memory. The first one is so easy. Just say no, people. N-O. That's all you got to remember. Number two, I'm not comfortable in this situation right now. Fair. Number three, I'm sorry. This isn't enjoyable. Maybe this is not what I expected. Maybe what I want. This is not what I want to do. And you know what? I'm going to leave right now. Number four. Thank you for a lovely evening and give him a handshake. Number five, I'm not interested in continuing the date. And frankly, you're not compatible and leave it at that. You don't owe him any more of an explanation beyond that. Number six, I have an early start tomorrow and I better get going. I'll catch you on another day. I'd rather not come to your apartment, place or hotel room, dorm. I'd like to keep a distance until I know you better. Eight, I'm not feeling it. So you're giving him that don't waste your time angle. Number nine, I don't see you that way. Is another way of saying, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. Number 10, I've really enjoyed talking with you but I really don't feel a connection. Simply conveys you enjoyed their company, but you just don't feel like there's a love connection. Nonverbal cues. Society still expects men to pursue women and lead that encounter. Hello. The mind reading thing has not gone away. We've often forgot that men, period, don't have the ability to pick up nonverbal cues that women might mean or understand. There are bound to be cases where nonverbal clues are going to be missed or misinterpreted by men who are usually just doing their best to balance what they're feeling with what they hope the other person is feeling. And we also sometimes make poor decisions based on the awkwardness of those clues. One can never assume that any other person can understand your verbal cues, especially if they've recently met and don't know each other. So expecting anybody, man or woman, to respond to these nonverbal cues in the first, second, or third date, I think is a little unreasonable because women need to understand that you have the freedom in the world in these situations to act on it and recognize where you feel uncomfortable, and more so, speak up. And I guess when you realize those nonverbal cues, when they fail, that is your trigger to speak up. And the onus is on men, you men, when you hear those cues, to be better and more respectful. But nonverbal clues should be reserved for people who know each other well. In fact, longtime partners or husband and wife. 
everyone else, you need to set your boundaries or learn to. Because taking off your clothes or allowing them to be taken off is a big non-verbal. Men cannot read minds, especially if you have a willingness to become naked in front of them. If men's blind spot is their inability to read these non-verbals, then perhaps women's blind spot is their tendency to ignore this. You know, we think we're giving crystal clear hints and the guy never or barely got the message. Well, the only real way a woman can communicate what she wants to not have sex or otherwise is to verbalize that. We all regret moments we believe we do not reflect (laughs) our best selves and moments when we regret not making our own needs clear. And there's often this cloud of ambiguity in the many interactions that we have with each other. We have to communicate more clearly what we find acceptable or there's no room for improvement when it comes to having that sexual interaction between men and women. Women should be expected and encouraged to have a voice to speak their mind, to clearly state our preferences, and willing to terminate the date if it is not what we had hoped. So you learned five ways to go out on a first date in a neutral zone, and then you learned 10 ways to say no, depending on the situation. Because ultimately, sex should be a mutually acceptable outcome, not some cryptic expression that men are supposed to decode and then end up misinterpreting. Teaching young women when they can clearly express their desires is key because there may be a time when you can't. And that, unfortunately, will be a worst night of your life. And that is a case of sexual abuse. The dynamics of the hookup culture and the idea that you should swipe left, swipe right, depending on who you deem attractive to have sex with at any given moment, to me is wrong. But if you go on one of these dates, you're consenting to every stage of what appears to be a mutual hookup. And you can't suddenly condemn man for acting on what you've shown him. I mean, that's just my opinion. So I'd like to really emphasize that having sex on your first date is not such a great idea after all. That's just the way it is. And the odds of really being satisfying for both people, your chances are very, very low. So remember these five things. Men are not and have never, ever been mind readers. Expecting men to be mind readers is really unfair and unrealistic. Women must speak up and use their voices in all situations. Women don't know they can say no or even just get up and leave with an excuse. And it's okay. You can do that. Number three, women often give these nonverbals or drop hints for guys to interpret rather than verbally say what they want. Number four, we need to teach our daughters not to go home to a hotel room with men they hardly know. There are some really risky situations here. 
to have an encounter they don't need to have. Men have testosterone. From a man's point of view, there will be sex one way or the other. That's just how it is. Number five, if a woman is going back to a man's apartment on the first date, this piece of nonverbal communication in my mind is not consent, but certainly an indication of willingness. Anytime you get naked in front of a man, you cannot be surprised to find that he is expecting sex. And that wraps up another episode of the Keep It 100 Girl Show. Your go-to girlfriend is here to empower you every week, ladies. We celebrate embarrassment, self-love, and those life lessons that make you go, sheesh. Life is too short. Don't worry about stupid people and stupid things. Have fun, regret nothing, and don't let people and the worst of people bring it down. The fact that you all are open, vulnerable, and honest with me is a true testament of what Keep It 100 really means. But wait a minute. Before you go, I want you to do two things. If you like this episode or any other ones, kindly leave me a rating and five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher. I rely on it a lot because it helps me stand out from the crowd and helps women, and even you men, understand us better. Don't forget, tune in on Friday for my Keep It 100 moment. If you like my style and my episodes, spread the good word using the handle at Nina Babel. Share my podcast on social, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and my Facebook Keep It 100 Girl page. If you want to share your story, drop me a line, question, story request, or pitch your own, then use my direct email address, ask at ninababel.com. Smooches! 